Hey everyone, welcome back to the Alberta Roundup. I'm your host, Rachel Emanuel. I hope that you guys are having a great week so far. Let's take a look at what we're going to be talking about on today's show. Federal Conservative leader Pierre Polyev agrees with Premier Danielle Smith on just transition. Meanwhile, Premier Smith is demanding answer on her proposal to the Prime Minister. There's also a new pilot program to increase public safety in Calgary and another program to prevent overdoses. We're also going to be talking a little bit about my Freedom Convoy documentary, and of course, I'll be doing a weekly comment roundup. All that and more happening now on the Alberta Roundup. Okay guys, up first. Federal Conservative leader Pierre Polyev says he backs Alberta Premier Danielle Smith's concerns about Ottawa's anti-oil and gas agenda. The federal leader was in Calgary on Thursday. He said the federal government's plan would make Canada dependent on foreign, polluting dictatorships and allow Russian President Vladimir Putin to continue to dominate the European energy market. Also on Thursday, Alberta Premier Danielle Smith wrote to the Prime Minister asking to follow up on their February 7th meeting, in which she asked him to halt federal government plans on just transition legislation. She also wants him to toss away new regulations introduced under the Federal Emissions Reductions Plan, such as the Clean Electricity Regulations and the Oil and Gas Sector Emissions Cap. On our previous shows, we've discussed how Smith has asked Trudeau to instead partner with Alberta on collaborative projects that they can both agree on. That includes attracting investment to Alberta's conventional and non-conventional energy sector. He proposed that both governments work on a coordinated approach to a Carbon Capture Utilization Storage Program, or CCUS, for the purpose of net reductions emissions in Alberta. The Premier wrote, quote, To this end, we propose coordinating a federal CCUS income tax credit with an expansion of our current Alberta Petrochemicals Incentive Program to include CCUS projects. This new incentive program would be in addition to the over $1.8 billion already invested into CCUS projects across the province by the government of Alberta, as well as our province's additional implicit contribution to CCUS made through our current royalty regime. She also wants both governments to further discuss expanding this type of program to other emerging reducing emissions technology. She wrote, quote, To this end, I request that we immediately create a federal, provincial, minister-led working group with the objective of reaching agreement on a coordinated provincial-federal CCUS incentive program in the coming weeks. A 12-week partnership between Alberta sheriffs and the Calgary police will begin at the end of the month to help deter crime and stop social disorder. The government of Alberta says the increase of 12 sheriffs in Calgary will help increase police presence, while allowing the Calgary police to focus their presence on inner-city neighbourhoods. Alberta Minister of Public Safety Mike Ellis says Albertans deserve to feel safe in their homes, communities, and places of work. He said, quote, This initiative increases public safety by putting more eyes and ears in neighbourhoods where they're needed and creates a more visible officer presence that will help deter crime while connecting vulnerable Albertans to the supports they need. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev was actually asked about this new program while he was in Calgary, his hometown, and he repeated his catchphrase, you might have heard him say it before. He says everything in Canada feels broken. Here's what that sounded like. Everything feels broken in Canada today. Uh, Communities are coming apart. This is a problem from coast to coast. So we can't blame a local police force municipal government, or even province. It's just as bad, if not worse, in Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto. Obviously, the problem is national in nature, and it has happened after eight years of Justin Trudeau. Why is it happening? One, people are falling into poverty. You got a fifth of people are cutting their uh, groceries, or they're cutting their meals because they can't afford to eat. 
And so then they're ending up desperate and on the streets and addicted to drugs. And that's because of the inflationary policies Trudeau's implemented that have driven up the cost of everything. Two, he's implemented a catch and release policy that allow the most prolific repeat violent offenders to go back onto the street again and again and again. At the end of his comments there, he also added a number three, and that was safe supply programs, but I cut that short because he went a little bit long. We're going to move on to our next story here. Amid ongoing efforts to address the homelessness and addictions crisis plaguing Alberta, and honestly all of Canada, the Alberta government has committed more than $4 million to overdoses in Calgary. The funds will flow to the Calgary Drop-In Centre to create dynamic overdose response teams and establish 35 medical detox and pre-treatment beds. Those are capable of treating 1,000 Calgarians per year. Calgary Drop-In Centre Executive Director Sandra Clarkson said the beds will be life-saving and life-changing for countless people in the years to come. All publicly funded detox beds and spaces are completely free for Albertans. You guys know that the government of Alberta has been doing a lot of work on the addictions and homelessness crisis. I've covered it extensively, a little bit in this podcast, and a lot in my writing. So this is the latest update on those efforts. Okay, guys, and I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder that my documentary, The Freedom Occupation, aired for the first time on Thursday night. Thank you so much to those of you who tuned in for the live show. I really appreciate the support and that you all took the time to watch it. For those of you who haven't had a chance to see it yet, you can view it at freedomoccupation.ca. And while we're on the topic, I of course have to mention that the Prime Minister was found on Friday that he was justified in invoking the Federal Emergencies Act for the first time in Canadian history to deal with Freedom Convoy protesters. We talk about the invocation of the Emergencies Act in the documentary, how it will impact the Prime Minister, and how the Freedom Convoy will be remembered. We're going to play a little clip of the doc for you right now. Yeah, how did I feel driving home? To be honest, um, at that time you're tired, you're you want to go home. You didn't feel like the job was done. Um, yes, we did accomplish something. We we woke up the world for, first of all, and it actually still was giving people hope that something would change, that things would get better. But then the the reception that we got in Niagara was unbelievable. Yeah, the support that we got from the community meant uh, an awful lot. Oh, sorry. I can't think about that enough. And having all these people on the side of the road standing there wave, wave, waving the flags again, saying thank you for doing what you did, gave me a little bit of closure, but you're still, you still wish that things would have gone different. Yeah, I do feel like the convoy accomplished actually more than what we set out for. Obviously the mandates, the federal mandates are still there, but the community, at least here in Niagara region, is super unified. The support is amazing. Um, I believe the mandates were there to try to disunify our country and keep people apart, and it's done the exact opposite with the convoy. So question of the week for you guys, do you think the Prime Minister was justified in invoking the Federal Emergencies Act? Do you think there was a real threat of danger that the protesters posed? Please comment on the video below and I'll read through your comments next week. Okay, now that brings me to my weekly comment roundup. Let's take a look at what you guys had to say under last week's show. We talked a little bit about the UCP and NDB polling numbers. User Jim Stott says, for the life of me, I really don't understand how Danielle Smith is not much, much further ahead of the NDP than she is. 
Don't understand at all that Calgarians and Edmontonians don't realize the gem of a leader they have with Premier Danielle Smith. She has become the envy of many Canadians living in other provinces and even people living in other countries who have come to know her via some of her online interviews. Danielle, as a politician, is a much-needed breath of fresh air, and she's earned her place as a leader of Alberta. I really hope she goes far. Wake up, Alberta. Commenting on the super-awkward handshake between Danielle and the Prime Minister, Oscar Guerrero says, Decorum says that a man only offers a hand when the woman offers it first. Justin doesn't understand decorum or woman. It's awkward because he needed to wait to see how a woman offers a hand. He tried a power play and failed. I actually forgot about that rule of decorum and I wish I hadn't. I think it's time to bring back more decorum in Canadian society, such as just basic manners. But from now on, you can only offer to shake a woman's hand if you're a man, if she offers it first. And lastly, user Keith Miller said, I like your reporting, but these misleading clickbait titles are annoying and undercut your journalism. Keith, I appreciate your feedback and I like that you enjoy the reporting. My response would be to say, I don't think that the title was misleading. I think it was just a funny take on a silly incident that happened. I would also say that video podcast isn't a super serious or traditional style of reporting. Obviously, I do my best to bring you guys the accurate facts, and I think I do a pretty good job of that. But I think podcasting as a medium allows you to just have a little more fun with things. This isn't a traditional broadcasting medium, so I think I can be a little bit more casual. It might surprise some of you to learn that I'm actually sitting on the floor right now in my little podcasting corner. But I have had a couple of these complaints. I think a couple of weeks ago, someone complained that I used the phrase, you guys, too much. Again, I think this is just a more casual style of communication and it's one that I really enjoy. So Keith, I hope my clickbaity headlines don't turn you off from my journalism. I do appreciate the feedback, but I don't think they're going anywhere. Okay guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Alberta Roundup. As always, if you're able, please consider supporting our work. You can do that over at truenorth.ca or if you're so inclined, you can also support our work over at thefreedomoccupation.ca. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys have a great week and God bless.